How do you say 33 in French? I have no idea. I don't speak French. The number, well, trois is the number three. So this is trois, trois. Trois, trois. Welcome to pack Podcast Trois, trois. <laughs> Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today. I took French when I was in high school. Okay, so did my wife. My wife actually speaks uh, a little bit of French still. She's oh. she's pretty decent at it. How many years of French did she take? Um, I think three. Whoa, I could, be, could be wrong about that. She's got to be much better at French than me because I well, took one year of French. Well, when she went to she went to France and really, yeah, when when she was in Europe, I didn't uh, know that. And uh, so when she was in France, she uh, was able to to speak pretty fluently. Wow. And uh, which is which is pretty awesome. That's really cool. So uh, we could probably ask her how to say thirty-three. So I can count to ten in French. I can't count at all in French. I'll teach you. Okay, well, let's hear it right now. What all do you right. got? I'll I'll count to five, and then I'll teach you how to count to five. Okay, all right. That sounds good. So this is this is. I had no idea this was happening today. Well, yeah, we don't practice our <laughs> podcast before we do our podcast. That's creepy. What do we got? <laughs> un un deux trois quatre cinq. And I'll teach you how to say that. So it sounds like <laughs> under the water, the cat sank. Okay. Un, deux, trois, cat sank. Un, deux, trois. 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 Yeah. Un, deux, trois. Cat sank. Cat sank? Yeah. Un, deux, trois, cat sank. One, two, three, four, five. Boom. There you go. See, isn't that easy? That's so easy. It's I like, got it sounds it. like you're saying under the water, the cat sank. There. Un, deux, trois, cat sank. All right. I can, <laughs> I can count to five in French, guys. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq. There it is. Boom. Got Your it. Wife, when you go home today, <laughs> to Dana, just be like, hey, Dana. But in this, and so the French language is so romantic. Right. Just walk yeah. up to her and just hold, grab her by her hands. So she's like, whoa, what's happening? And just gently, <laughs> just gently. Just count to five. Just count to five. But you have to do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you got to do it like this. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq. And she's going to be like... <laughs> Did she just count to five in French? <laughs> and then you're gonna you're gonna be like, it is the most romantic language, isn't it? And she's like, she's gonna say yes, and you're gonna be like, I know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then I oh, let me teach you something else. All right, what else you got? I'm gonna tell you how to say my name is Aaron. Okay. Je m'appelle. Je m'appelle. Je m'appelle. Je m'appelle. Je m'appelle. Aaron. Aaron. Ooh. But you gotta. Je m'appelle Aaron. Aaron. It's like you gotta like hold your tongue out when you speak French. That's how you get the accent. You can't see my tongue because it's because it's behind the the microphone. But right. Je m'appelle Aaron. I feel like that's that's easier than in when I took Spanish or go down to 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 South or Central America, they they roll their R's a yeah. lot and they really pronounce the R. Yeah, they're like, really love you. Man. <laughs> You're like, whoa, that's a quite a roll there, brother. <laughs> and uh, I I can't do it. I'm really bad at that that like rolling the R. Okay. And but R is right in the middle of my name, and so they're all like, 
Wow. Okay. Yes, that's my name. <laughs> yeah, but no. In French, all you gotta do is just make sure your tongue kind of hangs out of your just mouth a little bit. Hang your tongue out. Un deux trois quatre It's language school with Pastor Luke. Everybody. Oh, man. here we go. Um, I love it. Yeah. Also, I was thinking about something. Oh, you. There was a movie that's in itself. The movie is not very funny. Pink Panther with Steve Martin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that movie. But there is a scene in that movie that made me laugh so hard. I was crying. I think I know it. I have a feeling I know what scene you're going to talk about because it made me laugh so hard too. <laughs> so hard. Where he ha- he's getting trained to become an American spy. Yes. And he's, he's French. And so they're trying to get rid of his French accent. Yes. And she's like, I would like to buy a hamburger. A hamburger. And he's like, <laughs> I love my hamburger. I love my hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like getting so frustrated with him because he cannot speak it in like a normal. She's like, I would like to buy a hamburger. And he would just be so <laughs> thick with his French accent. And she's like, all right, let's take it one word at a time. And... <laughs> So you be the girl and I'll be Steve Martin. She's one word at a time. I I would would like like to to buy buy a hamburger. So funny! It's hands down the best scene in that entire movie. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, like I said, the movie in general is not the best movie, but that scene—that scene is so funny, classic. Oh can, man, it's so funny. <laughs> uh, I'm really glad we agree about that because I would agree the movie's not fantastic. No, 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 no it's no, no. not. It's not Steve Steve Martin's funniest movie. Well, no, but it that but that, scene, that scene is so funny. It's one of the best, and so you could YouTube just that scene if you want to. Yeah, you don't have to watch the whole hour and a half movie if you just get that scene. I don't recommend the whole movie, but I do recommend that scene. That scene is so funny. Oh, my goodness. And that kind of sums up the French. Uh, this is so a good I, podcast. We were flying to uh, Cairo, Egypt. I was flying to Cairo, Egypt, and we had like a six-hour layover in Paris. Okay. Wow. And we decided we were like debating on going out and doing right. something. Or, and, and But it was a really cra- – it's a crazy busy airport. We were stressed about like getting out, and the, there was a major language barrier. Right. We were a little bit fearful that we could like somehow get out into f- Paris. Yeah. And without – Knowing French very well, having a hard time getting back, getting back through the airport. So we just decided to stay in the airport, long story short. But I, everybody knew I had taken one year of French. <laughs> my junior year of high school, I took a French junior year of high school. Right. You want to talk about a year of your life where you're like 17-year-old boy. Uh, you're, you're basically taking French to get a language credit to graduate high school. Yes, exactly. I'm not interested in speaking French. I don't care about French culture. I don't care about France in general. I learned just enough to get my A. Yeah. It's put it in a short-term memory, right. take the test, get your A, and get out. Right. That was my experience with French. And every single person we were traveling with was like, Lucas, come here. I need you to order me a, a, a <laughs> <laughs> I need you to order me a coffee and a sandwich. <laughs> And I'd walk up to the thing and I'd be like, um, coffee? 
moon cafe. And yeah. they'll be like, oh, see? Or oh, we, we. I'm yeah. sorry, because that was Spanish. We. And I'm like, uh, I know. And then like a sandwich is like, a, a, I'd say like a bis- biscuit. It's like a biscuit. Like yeah. a cookie. <laughs> That's, I didn't know how to say sandwich, but I knew how to say cookie. Yeah. That's why I say biscuit. I point at what they wanted and they'd order it. They'd take the order. And I was like, I'm not any help to you. And you they could were like, have done oh. this yourself. They're like, thank you so much. I'm like, oh, you're, you're welcome. I'll be sitting down if you need me for anything else. And sure enough, more people be coming up to me because we were traveling with a group. Right. Oh, and I was That's the funny. French. I was their French liaison. For the uh, for the six hours in Paris and and um, I I funny thing about that was I was so excited to walk up to every single counter with a with some you know somebody behind the cash register and to botch my French <laughs> right I was so excited to just botch everything and somehow still manage to get them their correct right. item order book their go to the bookstore and buy a right. magazine I was so excited. Oh, and I didn't let them on. I didn't let anybody know that I, I really don't know any French. <laughs> yeah, you, you should have you should have my wife. You should have had Dana. She yeah, when she was there, I think her she would her uh like goal was to go in when she would order food and be able to order every yeah every restaurant just yeah. with with no English and just order in French. I'm pretty sure she did every time she went in. So yeah, I'm that's impressive to me. Um, that's very impressive to me. I don't know any French, so. I know a little bit of French, and so okay, let's test. All right, can you can you still remember how to count to five? No, I don't even remember. Okay, under the water, <laughs> under the, water the, the cat, cat sank. So I remember that. Un de trois, un de trois cat sank. There it is. <clears throat> I I feel like if it might take me a minute every time to remember. And then under the water, the cat sank. Un de trois, the cat sank. Un de trois. Yeah, cat sank. Cat sank. So anyway, <laughs> do you remember how to say my name is Aaron? Nope. Je m'appelle. Je m'appelle Aaron. Uh, I, my tongue. I that got that awesome. <coughs> that was awesome with the accent of your Aaron. <coughs> Je m'appelle Aaron. So when you get home to Dana, I'll remind you for the days. Or All right. Remind me. Je me I'll even te- I'll text it to you. Je m'appelle. <laughs> and uh, un deux trois quatre cinq. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. <coughs> All right. What are we talking about today, Pastor? Like, I don't know what. We just got so derailed. Uh-huh. This is great. I love it. This is this is classic podcast. Classic 33. podcast. <laughs> Every podcast thirty three is uh, just this like this. Classic <laughs> podcast thirty three. Uh, making and breaking habits. Ooh, I like it. I love this topic. Thank you. I like, it. and I'm and glad he, you're excited about it because you're <laughs> got to talk about it. I'm really excited about it because I think that so many times he, he, here's something that maybe might hurt a little bit, but I think it's the truth. That sometimes we have, we're, we're praying or asking for a, a spiritual fix to a problem that the solution is really we just need to change something in our physical habits. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we sometimes maybe we over spiritualize something. And like, if all you have to do is, is change a habit, change something that you're doing in your life, and it will fix this issue. Um, and so I think this is something that's really important Yep, that we need to break bad habits and we need to make good habits. I used to have a really bad habit. <clears throat> Can you guess what it was? Well, I, I, I know what it was. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> okay. you, you've told me about it. So I don't, that's not really a guess. Okay. It's true. <clears throat> well, I could have been talking about something else. You could have been talking but about I'm a not, different habit. But, but I'm not. <laughs> I, used to bite, I used to bite my fingernails. Yeah. Terribly. Terribly bite my fingernails. I mean, I, you know, like bite them down to like absolutely zero bleeding oh 
That sounds terrible. It was painful. Yeah. It was gross. Yeah. It was painful, oh, yeah. but I still did it. That's terrible. That's the stupidity of a, of a bad <laughs> habit. Yeah, there's definitely bad habits. Like, why am I doing this still? I mean, now, like, you know, you see my fingernails now. They're You got great fingernails. Thank you, dude. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That means so much to me. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's just gross. Biting your fingernails is just—it's just gross. Yeah. And so I just was decided to to break this bad habit. Right. I bought this little tiny book on called Breaking Bad Habits. That's it's a good book to buy. If you Super break a bad small, habit. really simple. And I'm gonna go over some of those principles with you right now. Let's do it. I'm excited. Number first thing the book said was it you need to go at least 21 days. Okay. Yeah. To start a pattern, a new pattern. That's right. So I needed, that was my first goal, was to go 21 days without biting yeah. my fingernails. Yeah. That was my first goal. Um, so somebody out there is trying to break, break a bad habit, start with this tiny little bite size piece here. Yeah. Of, 21 days without doing it. Yep. And and really, sometimes it feels like breaking a bad habit is like eating an elephant. Yeah. You're just like, like I don't even know where to start. Just, yeah. And the only thing is just one bite at a time. Yeah, right. And that's kind of what I'm recommending here is just, just take this small bite at first, which is go 21 days with, tr- you're, you're focusing on starting a new routine for right. yourself. Um, then um, the next thing you want to do, you can do this during the 21 days is the time, identify the times that you would participate in the bad habit. Right. So for me, it was when I was bored. Yeah. So probably like what, wa- wa- like watching TV, um, just nothing happening around me. All of a sudden, like I'm bored and I put the finger in my mouth. Right. Um, and so, okay, it's when I'm bored. So identify the time. And after you identify the time you do it, then replace that with something else. Yep. And they gave some suggestions of what to do uh, for fingernail biting in the book. And they kind of recommended chewing gum. Okay. And so I went out and I bought at the time, which was like, I, I still do love like watermelon bubblicious. Okay. Like, yeah. You know that? I know exactly what that is. Yeah. You can see the green <laughs> yep. can, uh, bubble gum, you know. And, yep. And, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. So I bought like some of my favorite bubble gum. And so I would say, oh my gosh, I, I, I'm realizing right now I want to put my fingers in my mouth. I want to bite my nail, my fingernail. Um, instead, I'm going to go to the cupboard. I'm going to get put some gum in my mouth. Yeah. So I'm replacing that with something else. Um, and then um, – then what I did, what they tell you to do is reward yourself okay, for immediate, like immediately reward yourself. Yeah. And I was like, uh-oh, this could get dangerous because I was like, <laughs> I love uh, chocolate ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Which then I'm thinking to myself, I actually thought like, uh-oh, I could replace one bad habit for another bad habit. Right. Like I could just get fat. Uh, I don't want that. So I decided, okay, this is really strange reward, but this is what I did. Like, um, I don't know if you can hear this audience, but. I'm yeah, tapping. I, I my, can hear it in my ears. I'm tapping my fingernails yeah. on the table. And if you bite your fingernails, you cannot tap your fingernails on no, the table. No, it hurts. 
wait, this is like nubs. Like it's just skin. Like, yeah. And so I was like, I started getting a little bit of fingernail growth. And so I would reward myself by tapping them, tapping your fingernails on the table. And I like to drum. So yeah. like, I could tap them. You're on constantly the, just drumming yeah. on stuff. So and I was drumming with my fingernails, and it was like a little reward. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I got some nail there!" Like I can, yeah. I can and it was fun. It was actually a little reward. I, that's how I rewarded myself. That's great. Isn't that weird though? <laughs> it's a little strange, but it's a great reward. It is a little strange. I also had a friend growing up that had fingernails, and he was constantly tapping them like on his desk at school. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh man, I can't even. I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, I like, can't even do that." And I noticed that I couldn't do that, which was kind of a like. It's like, oh, I need to reward myself. I think that's going to be my reward. So you reward yourself, all right, for um, doing that. Um, here's some things that they, they – some tips that they gave in the book. All right. I'm, I'm going to read them. I got it written down in my, in my journal here, in my, in my folder. Uh, you will relapse at times, Yeah, they said. Uh, but don't kill yourself over that. Oh, that's good. That's really good. And I would. I would relapse. All of a sudden, I like find myself, I just would like bite my, my fingernail off. And I'm like, no, I just bit my fingernail. Like, I couldn't resist. Right. Um, and But don't kill yourself. You just have to pick yourself back up. Try again. Um, and then it says this. It said this, too, in the book, and I really liked it. If you're trying to break a bad habit, you are already miles ahead of everyone else. Ooh, come on. That's good. That's good. I, I like that because I think a lot of times we get so discouraged when we start even thinking about breaking a bad habit. Yeah. But I like that it, it kind of brings some perspective and says if, if you are making an effort. Yes. If you're even reading this book. Right? <laughs> so true. <laughs> that you, you are way ahead. Way ahead. Of anybody else or of most everybody else who's yeah. trying to break, break a bad habit. Mm-hmm. If you're making an effort to break it, you're already doing better. <laughs> I think that people they 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 make huge strides, but they they don't think they're doing anything with their life. Right. When in reality, the truth is that if you are already picking up a book to learn something, oh, you're doing a great job. You're already miles ahead of everybody else. Yeah. Trust me. So let's reward. Don't kill yourself over mm-hmm. like a quick little relapse or something like that. If you're trying, 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 you're already way ahead of everyone else. That's right. Um, I don't know if it's a good time to transition into how to then start a new habit. Yeah, I had, I had one of the things I wanted to Did you to want to say about. something about breaking bad habits? Yeah, I had one other thing I wanted to add. I love everything that you said. And I just had one other thing I wanted to add about breaking a bad habit. Um, I This is a small habit. But I realized it was taking up a lot of my time. I was spending so much time. This is about a year ago. I was spending so much time on social media. Ooh. Um, I, and I just I realized, man, I'm, I've been spending too much time on Instagram. I've been, too spend, been spending too much time scrolling. Uh, and it's just like it's called doom scrolling. And it, <clears throat> yeah. heard of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. D- doom scrolling. And you're doom just, scrolling. <laughs> I was like, man, I, I just like sat here for 20 minutes. You hate yourself afterwards. <laughs> and I'm like, what did I do with my life? Yeah. And then sometimes <laughs> you get discouraged about what you see and read. Right. Exactly. So you're discouraged on many levels. And yeah, like every level <laughs> of, your, of your brain. You're like, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I had heard about like that three-week principle, that, that 21-day principle. If you can stop something to, to break a bad habit, give yourself three weeks or 21 days. It's just it starts something. 
it's not yeah. guaranteed. It's yeah. not a guarantee. <laughs> but it, but it, it gets you moving in the right direction. Yeah. And so I, I had heard about that. And one of the things that I actually decided to do was I kept the Instagram because Instagram is where I spent a lot of my time. Um, not too many other social media platforms, but it was Instagram for me. And so I kept the Instagram app on my phone. I didn't delete it off my phone because I do post like on our like ministry sites. Yeah, like totally. Um, for it's kind of part of our job. Yeah. And so like I couldn't delete the app, um, but I took it and I put it on a separate page in a separate folder like so it, I had to like consciously think about going to open up the app. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like just on the home screen or like just one swipe and tap it. So by the time I would scroll all the way through a bunch of stuff on my phone and be like, oh yeah, there's Instagram and hit it. I was consciously thinking, nice. oh, I'm going to Instagram. You've got to make it difficult to get there. Yes. Oh, I like that. <laughs> and so you got to make it difficult to get there. And then I would pause and be like, wait, I don't need to be on Instagram right now. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> and it reminds me too, because I know a lot of people, they're, they're trying to break the habit of biting their fingernails. Yeah. They literally would wear like gloves all yeah. day long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have, a, I have a great friend um, who is trying to break the bad habit of they, they were just drinking pop all the time. Mm. And so they decided, well, I'm just going to stop buying pop. And then all of a sudden they ran out of the pop that was in their house and then they would go to the fridge and there wouldn't be pop there. Yeah. And so they would have to make an effort then to go and get pop if they wanted it. And instead they would you know, just get a drink of water or something like that. Yeah. And it was so, <clears throat> so much easier to just go get a, go to the sink than go to the store. Right. And so <laughs> so if, if there's a bad habit in your life, that was the one other thing I wanted to I add like in there. I like that a lot. Is to, to make it difficult or make it take you effort, I guess, to, to fulfill that bad habit was, was something that really helped me. And... What we want to talk about next, though, uh, here as we kind of come to the end of the podcast. Yeah. It's so sad we're coming to the end. So sad. So sad. Podcast 33 has been my favorite one so far. Uh, starting a new habit. Yeah, let's not let it slip away. We're going to finish this thing with a bang. This, Yeah, trust me, folks. we still got so much more. Starting a new habit. Starting a new habit. This is awesome. Starting a new habit is exciting. Oh, yeah. Starting a new habit, especially when you're starting a habit – when you're, st- you know, you're purposefully starting a new habit, Pastor Luke, it's something that you, you've planned for, you've made a decision. This, I know this is going to benefit me in some way. Uh, this is going to have long-term benefits. Maybe it, maybe it's short-term pain for long-term benefits, mm-hmm. like going in and that, that excites me. And so I, I think starting a new habit is super exciting. Well, um, you recently started a new habit. I did. What What was that? Tell the uh, audience what's going on there. Well, we've been talking about this uh, for a little bit now, but I recently started the habit of going to the gym and, and, and working out consistently. And this was definitely a new habit. I had never walked into a gym before until a few months ago when I walked in with you. Um, I, had, I had worked out a lot before, but never, never in a gym setting. The gym and, is intimidating. And the gym is intimidating. Yep. And especially for somebody who I had pretty much always worked out with, uh, just with like weights, um, or, uh, uh, when I was in physical therapy, I did a little bit of like stuff on machines, but I didn't know how any of that worked. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what the machines, how they worked, what muscle groups they were targeting, um, or how to build a workout routine in that setting. Like all of that was so new to me. And so, yeah, walking into the gym was very intimidating and, um, so I've been doing it consistently now. I'm not even sure when exactly I started. I feel like it's been a couple months. I was going to say two months. And That's yeah, what I was going to say. I was going to say too. And then uh, my wife started that habit uh, maybe about a month ago now too. Yeah. And uh, so she started a little bit later than me, but she's joined me on that. And uh, yeah, I, like, I, I know that working out, that exercising, that being c- consistently active, like that obviously has 
long-term benefits for your health, for your body. Yeah, huge, really. And, uh, and so that was something that I was, <clears throat> I was definitely excited to start doing. And I think here's a couple keys for starting a good habit for me was having, first thing, was having an accountability partner. That's good. Having somebody who was asking me if I was in the gym, when was the last time I've gone, when am I going this week? Mm -hmm. And so my wife definitely helped me with that. And then also for uh, maybe that first month or so, not every time, but a lot of the times that I was going to the gym, I was going with you. Yeah. And so you were showing me the ropes. So have somebody who's like, you've had that habit for years now. And so partner with somebody who does what you want to do. Yes. Yeah. They've got a, a, a great accountability partner um, is already there. Right. And, and they're passionate. Yeah. And they are excited to check in on you. Right. Absolutely. That's a great accountability partner. For sure. And so I, you're constantly asking me, hey, are we, are we going to the gym tonight? Mm-hmm. When, when did you go? Yeah. How long has it been? And so, yeah, I've been constantly in the gym now, two to three times a week, probably three times a week. That's great. And uh, it's been it's been great. I can definitely feel like my, my energy's higher. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just like feeling better. Yep. Gaining some of my muscle back, and uh, so it's it's been it's been a good. Um, and, and for me, it's easier. Like I know maybe for some people, getting in the gym is something that's really difficult. I actually enjoy working out. Mm-hmm. And so it's not something super difficult for me to do. How would you describe how you felt the first time after your workout? I felt terrible. <laughs> terrible. I, I literally, so the first time I'd never done almost, almost all of those, those workouts that we've done. I did, had done like three of them before maybe. And so I think I'd done like curls. I had done like the, uh, the thing with the, the pulley. And, okay. and triceps, the, yeah, some triceps and maybe that was it. So yeah. like everything else was like a brand new workout for me. We worked out, I think we worked out for over an hour that night. Well, yeah, yep. Yep. And it was, it was a little bit slower, yeah, we, yeah, uh, some stretching in there and some stretching like in there and, and you were showing me how, to, how everything works. So it, it took a little bit longer. It's probably, we spent over an hour, but, um, I walked back to my car and I sat in the front seat. I wanted to throw up. <laughs> Shocked your bo- <laughs> we shocked your body. I shocked it so hard. I literally just sat in the front seat of my car and I was, I was like, I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to move right yeah. now. I don't want to drive. Uh-huh. P- pressing the gas pedal sounds like so much work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The brake pedal too. Oh, the brake pedal. And then I was on my way. What was the worst part was I was on my way home. Nick Wisniewski was coming over to help me hang drywall. Oh. <laughs> and I, so I was like, I have zero motivation to go home right now. Yeah. I'm not getting to go home and like relax and get into go home and, and hang drywall. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was terrible. And so here I want to list a few habits that I think that our audience would be wanting to do. Good habits. Okay. Good things. Good habits. Um, Let's go. What do we got? Going to the gym. Yeah. That's great. Um, eating healthy. That's that's also great. Um, staying pure in a relationship. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, getting good grades. That's also a great one. Those, I feel like when I was in high school, these were habits that I was starting to develop. Yep. And they are still, now that I'm in my 30s, yep. there's still habits that I'm that I'm working on. Oh, yeah. Uh, getting good grades translates perfectly into the workplace. Yep, absolutely. I was going to actually mention that one because maybe you're thinking, well, why do I need to start the habit of making good grades in high school? Like once I'm in the workplace, that's not going to matter. But that's that's a lie. 
making yep. good. That was something that I really strive for, especially in you're high school. You're creating discipline. Yes. You're learning how to, how to learn. You're learning how to learn. Yep. You're creating disciplines in your life. Habits of discipline. Yep. That habit of discipline. And you're, especially for me, I was homeschooled. And so I really learned that habit of this is how I will learn. This is how I will discipline myself to learn, to take a test, to, to get those good grades. And I think that is a huge benefit, a huge beneficial habit to start in high school. If, if you're one of our high school listeners, start that habit of striving to get good grades, striving mm-hmm. to learn because it absolutely translates and transitioned uh, in, in, into college, into higher education, and then also definitely into the workplace. Um, I think most people, young people, college students, and even young adults, um, like that are in the workforce right now, they tend to think that they 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 weren't give they weren't born with enough talents or enough wisdom. They're not smart enough. They're not talented enough, and they use that as an excuse to yep. not do something awesome. Absolutely. When the reality is this: ninety nine percent of people out there are successful because of discipline yeah and forcing themselves to create good habits yeah so let me just say this i'll say this line because i wrote it down and i think it's really good most success is not somebody's innate or born ability but it's forced habits and discipline yep 99% so of people that's so good are not born to be amazing. That's so good. They are they right. <laughs> very yeah. there's there one out of a thousand athletes says I just was born like this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. I was thinking about uh there's a pastor that I follow, Pastor Craig Rochelle. He pastors Life Church and he has this quote he says this all the time in his leadership podcast that for his people asking what what was the big decision what was the one big thing that that kind of set you apart that set you on a track for success and he always says this there was no one big decision it was thousands of little tiny decisions every day to do the right thing mm-hmm. and I, and i like that because it it kind of points to exactly what you're saying that you don't have to be born with this incredible natural ability to do something or be super crazy talented, but it's the little decisions to do the right thing, to start a new habit, to train, to learn, mm-hmm. to, to eat right, to be in the word of God, to stay pure in a relationship. Today, I'm going to stay pure. Today, I'm going to get good grades. Today, I'm going to study. Today, I'm going to go work out. Today, I'm going to eat right. Mm-hmm. Like wh- whatever that habit is, it's making those little decisions one at a time each day that will lead to success in the future. This has been a wonderful podcast. Podcast 33. Classic, baby. Podcast <laughs> toi toi. Podcast toi toi. So let's review here. Can you can you count to five? In French? Alright, I'm I'm figuring it out. Un de toi cassin. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, baby. <clears throat> let's go. Um and then uh, do you remember how to say my name is Aaron? No, I can't I can't I keep forgetting that one. Je. Je m'appelle. M'appelle. And you got a good French name, Eron. Well, praise the Lord. I, my parents gave me that, so I got I can take zero credit. It's like a little <laughs> it's like a little French boy running through the meadow. <laughs> Eron. <laughs>
Naked and, un- naked and unashamed. <laughs> <laughs> All the way back to the garden, baby. <laughs> Let's go, baby. All right, it's been great to be with you today, audience. We'll catch you on the next one. Catch you on the flippity flip. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.